back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Well, that was a segment that we did there. <laughs> Someone else says to add cornhole slash beanbags to the old uh, J versus Jake Olympics. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice that. little game. Yeah, I think I think we'd probably be uh, close in that one. I didn't know cornhole was that big. I've seen it on, it's on the, TV. It's on yeah. TV. It's like on the Fourth of July they yeah. show that. And the people are sponsored. It's like a national championship, just like bowling when there was that that Weber guy or whatever. Yeah, that was a Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? Yeah. I am. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He's crazy. He was in Lincoln because they had the uh, PBA like U.S. Open like, a year or two ago. He was he was here. I'm pretty sure. Did he win? No, I don't think he did. I think he got. He, w- he was in, like the top four. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But all right. Well, thank you for all your submissions there for uh, Jade versus Jake Olympics. Again, this is old school. I'm in for DP. Is back next week. Nick, Jay, hanging out here today. Are you going to the game tonight, Jay? Basketball. Man, six thirty, no. Kennesaw State. You were at the women's game today. I was. It was. Uh, it, I was very impressed. They beat and Wyoming. You know, you know what it was. It was uh, very, very good basketball. Um, and you could tell they didn't play their best, which is probably like you know their the game before the break. But you know, you saw when they, especially coming out of halftime, when they turned it on, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I remember what I was, going into halftime, I was like, yeah, they're starting to wear down Wyoming when they started to kind of. Pick them up three-quarter court, and, uh, you know, I like their action and on offense, you know, where they, you know, it's kind of flowing, and uh, they can really shoot the ball. I think when they shoot, in this case, threes and shots that they shoot, they all look like they can make them. Um, they're shots that they shoot all the time, you can tell. And I like the mix. You know, they got – they're very, very deep team, nine, ten deep, legit that can play. So, it's – I'm sure that they're comfortable that if they have a couple starters that aren't having it and somebody's going to be able to kind of lead the way or, or right the ship. So, um, and they play good team defense. They communicate well. You can hear them talking all the way from, I don't know what, you know, I could hear them, you know, and obviously it wasn't as packed as, you know, men's game where they have, what, 19,000 usually. I think it's about 15. Yeah, 15,000 obviously didn't have 14, it. 15. It was, you know, it was very, you know, I'm, and I've watched them before. Um, watched them a few times last year. Oh, this is the first one I saw in person this year. Um, so you know, I'm you know really impressed. I like the way they play. They're physical. They got good size. They they can they got um you know big. Their bigs can run. They can play physical. They got uh, bigs that can shoot outside. Um, you don't see any like four shots, and I think it's you know it's it's moving in the right direction. I think. They just got to keep plugging along, and they'll get the ranking or whatever they need. Yeah, I think that's a, a point that maybe the men aren't doing is we, we know they can't shoot the ball well, but you pointed out for the women, they're, they're actually communicating. They're on defense. They're yeah. talking. Do you do you hear that talk from Nebraska men on defense? Because it I feels mean, like there, they lose assignments all the time. It, well, it's too many people in there. <laughs> I mean, it's you're not. I mean, with 15,000 people, you're not going to hear much. Um, you know, and look, it's not fair to – compare the woman's team to the men's team because it's a different it's a totally different makeup of the team this is a team that's you know two or three years years in the building process and so now you're seeing the you know fruits of the hard times mm-hmm. you know which is two years ago 
you know, because they had the, you know, a couple of players left that were pretty high-ranking players, but they weren't the right identity or just wasn't a good mix. And so they have a you, – when you see this team, this is a close-knit team when you watch them. You can kind of see it when you just – the way they play and and they're there for each other versus this year, you know, you got to – in my like I said, this is my opinion. It's extremely young team and an inexperienced team. It's a young team from – you know, you got four freshmen, right? on Nebraska's men's team, mm-hmm. you know, Wilhelm's out, but yep, he's gone for the season. But just in general, you got four guys that were playing high school AAU last year. Right? Bryce McGowan's, yeah, Wilhelm. Yeah. Wilcher. Uh, he was no, he's at Xavier last year. Wilcher was at Xavier. Okay. Uh okay, well, then uh 23 was from he's a high school kid. He's the, he starts on KSA. In KSA. Oh, he was at Juco, wasn't he last year? K- oh, yeah, KSA yeah. was. I'm trying well, to think I mean, they- it, what, here's what I mean. You, you they got, new, you got, new you got three or four yeah. guys that were in high school. We can go through the whole roster last year. At least three that were playing high school last gotcha. year. And then you have a guy that was playing Juco. Another guy was at Xavier. And then you mix in with the you know a couple holdovers, right? They're inexperienced of, of playing in the Big Ten together and then individually. So it's a totally different – you can't compare both teams. Now, should Nebraska be playing better right now? Sure. Um, are they going to do some growing plans? Yes, they are. Um, losing Trey McGowns, I think, is a big deal for them, and it has nothing to do with points. It, it's a guy that, you know, you look at – I look at basketball as – if you look at just say like when the Lakers were really good or like say like when the Bulls were really good, right? Mm-hmm. There's, you want to – in football, you compare it. Like you want to be strong up the middle. You want to have a good – like defensively, you want to have a good like – Say like in this case, you want to have a good nose guard, good inside linebackers, and a safety that can you know control the middle field. So if you look at when the Lakers were good, right? You had Kobe that would lock you down. You had a guy like Derek Fisher, and then you had Shaq that was ultimate equalizer. So then then you look at the Bulls. You had Jordan Pippen, and then Rodman was the guy that kind of would control. And and they kind of you know that Horace Grant at times and stuff like that. Um, and then and you look at the men's team. They just haven't got there as far as identity and role yet. Um, you have Derek Walker, but then you need some other guys to kind of be able to set the tone defensively. But offensively, I think um, there's s- small spurts that you see some efficient offense. And I think, as, you know, you've seen like where there was a couple games that kind of ran stuff through Derek Walker, pick and rolls, especially at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to probably, with in the inexperience, I think, and, you know, look, I, you know, you, could, you got Eric Strickland, and, you know, he's obviously played – ton of years in the NBA and he knows it a lot more than me is that you want to be able to when things kind of get out of whack to be able to have some sets or have some things that you can go back to to kind of slow you know kind of slow the the down slide of the you know obviously missing shots you want to get a good shot and then defensively you want to be able to depend on your defense to kind of if they're on a run get a couple stops to kind of slow the momentum yeah I think that what's disappointing over the last Man, seven years for Nebraska basketball is, is go back to the first year that Nebraska was in PBA, and that was the second year of, of Tim Miles, and they had Craig Smith on the bench then. And of course, he went to South Dakota after that. But you know that year, Jay, like you were saying, they, they, they had set plays. like They knew what worked. They, they started off almost every game with the screen to get Pitchford open for a wide-open right. three. They, got, they set screens for Petaway to drive the lane to get easy buckets. And that team won a lot of games. They were fourth in the conference. They went to the tournament. 
Craig but, Smith leaves the next year, and then they've really never had that since. I mean, James Palmer a little bit with Watson and and Roby and Copeland, and then uh, Coltman gets hurt, and that season falls apart. But it right. just hasn't been set place enough. But then also, to help out. Um, when we had Siobhan Shields and those guys, yeah. people were complaining that we ran so much three man weaves and did yep. dribble handoffs. True, true. that so, is true. And it was all it was all based on Siobhan Shields getting to the hoop and getting and getting fouled. Those teams and, were scoring forty two points in some games, Jay. That was the right. problem. Well, people were <laughs> mad about that because that was the set offense. So you can't, you know, you can't. It's almost like where people were complaining way back in the day that we ran the option and then we wanted to go West Coast and the mm. West Coast didn't work. Now we want the option. Now we're in the spread. Bring it, bring it now we'd like to bring the option back because people are running better versions of the spread, which is essentially the option just spread out, the fullback displaced. Um, so you got to be careful what you you wish for. And I think, you know, I think that this team can dig themselves out of it and play better. I think the makeup of the team is good. Um, just from what I see, I don't, talk to the players I don't interview them or anything like that I don't see unless I'm not really looking close enough I don't see any like discord where you can think like oh this guy doesn't like this person and so they're not playing hope they're not that immature that they're oh I'm not going to pass you the ball when you're wide open because I don't know whatever you got more likes than me on Twitter or whatever (laughs) they whatever (laughs) there would be it so I think they can play themselves out of it I look at it like it's a weird year that this whole team is shot bad. I think eventually you're going to get some guys hopefully find their rhythm. Now, how do you do that? Maybe, you know, I've always said that in the first – first of all, you want to tighten up on your defense. And I think last game they played better defense. Yeah, the they did. Part. And K-State didn't shoot the three ball very well. That helped right. out. Right. Some of these teams have been shooting 50% from three-point line. Right. They're killing and, you and recently. That's, it's their night. Yeah. You know, sometimes when they're, when, night. when they're hitting 50%. Now, what we want to do is contest them more, right? Yeah. And I think that Nebraska played better defense against K State, so you just want to, you know, obviously up the positive, you know, results from that. Lean on your defense, but then an offense, you want to be able to maybe come out and run, maybe not some sets or plays, but just have a conscious effort within the first three or four possessions that everybody touches the ball. And I and I always go back to that because I remember I watch, you know, a lot of NBA and and they were interviewing uh, Kenny Smith and Akeem Olajuwon, and they were saying every time that they went into a game. They wanted Clyde and Akeem and and at this day, you know, Kenny Smith, you know, everybody wanted to touch the ball. Whether they shot it or not, touch it. You know, maybe you know, get involved in the game earlier. And, you know, maybe get some guys some early, early, earlier uh looks because one thing that's been a constant is Verge being able to get to the hoop. Yep. Okay, against anybody. And I'm sure that's not gonna stop. So you know that you can do that whether it's the first possession or the tenth possession. So when you got other guys, and I like I like Wilcher, I like McGowns, maybe get them going, and like Derek Walker, get them going, and maybe have chart where Lat Man, even though he's shooting what twenty percent, wherever well. he's most most comfortable at shooting that open three, you know, let's kind of try to concentrate on that. And so I'm look, Fred's smart. He's you know he's seen a different, he's seen a ton of different slumps or whatever you want to call it in basketball. Um, I'm sure he's working. I mean, look, he's not going to the offices and practices. And be like, hey, look, you know, we're playing great, or you know, we're you know. So he's making adjustments. And I mean, I think he said this week, if guys are taking, you know, quote unquote bad shots, you know, you got to do a better job, you know, getting them out. The only bad thing or hard thing in basketball is if there's not a play stoppage, you only get so many timeouts. And if the game's close, you don't want to be burning timeouts because, <clears throat> excuse me, Jake Sorensen's taking a step back double pump three. That, that that could happen. Yeah. 
And I, you know what else is I, funny? I've been pulled for that before in the past. It, well, I, I've uh, <laughs> I, the best quote Middle was I, I don't know if you ever seen like when Patrick Ewing asked that one of his players asked him, "Have you ever practiced that shot?" He said, "He's, he's like, yeah. When have you practiced that shot? Because you haven't practiced that shot at my practice." So you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. There, maybe those are the conversation you have to have. But I think this team can do it. Now, look, playing in the Big Ten is not an easy conference to do it. And I always I tell this to the few Nebraska players I talk to. I always tell it to high school kids. I tell it to you know youth sport kids and parents. The pain of discipline is worth the pain of regret if you don't do the you know go through the pain of discipline. And what I mean by that is when you go back and you think of Western Illinois, the two or three times we could have closed out NC State, having a little bit more energy, even though we had sick. That was I think the first part of the sickness going through the team. Indiana game. Those are games that you're gonna make, you don't want to look back on and be maybe one or two games out of meeting your goal, and then you have to think like, okay, where 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 we lack a focus the first game of the season, you know, yeah. or you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Upsets happen in, in basketball. Nebraska sure. again was beat by Western Illinois the first game that sucked. Five and seven are the Huskers. Five straight losses going tonight's game. They play us again six thirty tonight at PBA against Kennesaw State, trying to get their first win of this month. It's December sure. 22nd. Today. Well, I mean, look, man, you, uh, my view versus your view is I look at it, everything is the glass half full. You look at it half empty. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, true, that's the difference, that's, right? That's why I wake up angry. Apparently. Yeah, you wake Just up angry. To be you're a realist, like, man, Jake. You, you know, you're like, hey, you know, it's 30 degrees in Nebraska and it's windy and I got to drive into work. I'm like, well, look, I'm blessed. I get to wake up and I, you know what? I'm just going to battle through this windy time. And you know what? If, no, I, I, if, I, if I have to walk through 10 feet of snow like I did when I was in Minneapolis, I've done it before. Was it uphill both ways? It was too? uphill both, both ways. ways. And, and, and then when it Blinding rained, it was wind. like gale force winds. Uh-huh. And there was only the, the the few that were strong enough to walk there, and I did it. Probably was a with, hurricane, too, somehow hey, in there. Without a coat. He's, he's just happy to see all of us. Yeah. There's, a, there's a snow NATO up there. Yeah. And I did it. And I stood out there for an hour waiting for the bus. I'm sure you did. Maybe two <laughs> maybe two hours, Jay, from what I heard. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Well, Nick, do we got some trivia? Oh, yeah. We got Nick trivia. Nick okay. Trivia. When we come oh, yeah. back, we will have Nick trivia. And the winner gets a gift card to the Upside Bar and Lounge. We'll do that next. Call us right now, 402-464-5685. More next on Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.